This is episode 1966. Welcome to the Daily Meditation Podcast. I'm Mary Meckley, and I welcome you back to our Healing a Wounded Soul series this week. This week's topic is a little deeper than we usually explore, and I invite you to keep a journal as you reflect on your emotions this week. The five wounds are rejection, injustice, abandonment, humiliation, and treason or betrayal. And experts claim we experience most often two dominant wounds. We throughout our life are likely to experience all five of these soul wounds. It's common to seek out a counselor when you're processing really difficult emotions that are likely in regard to a soul wound. And you may even know others who are experiencing trauma or PTSD post-traumatic stress disorder, or any number of difficult emotions. And so I want to share with you, for yourself and for others you know, some information I came across as I was researching this theme. And that is an article by Susan Pinker. And she wrote, When Counseling is Dangerous... Psychological debriefing after disasters may do more harm than good. And the author, Susan Pinker, talks about how people who received psychological debriefing exhibited more severe symptoms of post-traumatic stress disorder than controls. The intervention increased the risk of the stress disorder and critical incident stress debriefing in particular was potentially harmful. This was an excerpt from the Canadian Medical Association Journal. It seems that this would be counterintuitive that if you've been through something really traumatic recently, you'd want to talk about it. You'd want to debrief someone about what happened. But what research shows is that when someone has immediately gone through trauma or a soul wound, and when you meet with someone, especially a psychologist, and you have to rehash or relive the experience, it can reinforce your hypervigilant state and reinforce these soul wounds and trauma and PTSD. There have been a lot of follow-up studies of people who have been counseled with good meaning, psychologists and counselors who want to help survivors from natural disasters or war veterans. And there was a big study with follow-up done with the 9-11 survivors, people who were directly impacted and involved. 
who survived the 9-11 disaster. And what was discovered was in fact what I just shared, that it was incredibly traumatic for these people to rehash and relive what they had just experienced with well-meaning counselors and psychologists. The article goes on to say, what should be done instead? The proven crisis interventions include sticking to the following priorities, promoting a sense of safety, calmness, a sense of self and community efficacy, and a sense of connectedness and hope. So the first thing you could do when you are experiencing trauma or reliving your soul wounds is to make sure that you provide yourself a sense of safety. Be with people who make you feel safe, who support you, and focus on feeling connected to something that enriches your life, something that calms you. For many people, this can be a hobby or a passion. Maybe you like to dance or paint or cook. When you do something that helps you to feel connected, this can be very restorative. You'll eventually get to a place where you want to talk about events and to process and manage your pain. But immediately following a traumatic event, or if you're still in a hyper-vigilant emotional state, that is an indication that the first thing you need, according to the research, in dealing with people who've experienced trauma or great upset, the calmness and the safety you can provide can be the most healing, restorative gift you give someone or that you give yourself. So for today's technique, it is a mudra. You can do this mudra whether you are seated meditating or even as you go about your day. This is called the Linga Mudra, and there is a photo of it on the Sip and Om social media. Look on the Facebook. I'm having a little trouble with my Instagram account, but you'll find it on the Facebook page and also on Pinterest. You'll see it's a very easy way to position your hands. Mudras are often referred to as yoga in your hands. When you position your hands in a particular way, it stimulates a corresponding region of your brain. We have a lot of nerve endings on our fingertips and on our hands. So this mudra, you can intertwine your fingers together, holding your hands on your lap or right at your abdomen area, someplace where you feel comfortable holding them. And then as your fingers are intertwined, with your left hand, Take your left index finger and your left thumb and make a circle. Looks like you're making the okay sign. And with this circle, it looks like a little lasso. You can lasso it over your right thumb. And your fingers are still intertwined with 
this little lasso over your right thumb. This is a mudra that helps to bring out your creativity. Your creativity is a connection with your innermost self. It's often where you feel most at home with yourself, where you can get back to who you are. It can be a form of therapy. So if you or someone you know is processing the impact or the after effects of a soul wound, doing this mudra can help you to feel your passion again and excitement about life. So as you settle yourself down to meditate, you can do this mudra, calming your mind and your body. If you'd like the full half-hour guided meditations that go along with this series, as well as a journal, which is very restorative and healing, that goes along with each week's series, as well as a slow-down guide, you can find those on the Sip and Om meditation app. There are half-hour daily guided meditations there, and you can try it for two weeks free. You are so worth slowing down for.